I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, and this is the Land Academy Show. This is episode number 1953, believe it or not, and today we are talking about how to adjust the purchase price with the sellers right when you're on the phone with them, and then a little later on we're going to talk about deciding who to call back. Sounds like the Jill Show. It is. This is the Jill Show today. (laughs) This this came about, these topics came about this week from Career Path. We had a really good, hey, by the way, in case you can't tell, we're back in town. Yay. (laughs) We're back in Arizona right now. And uh, it's so good because, you know, it's just, sometimes life's just easier. Some things are easier, especially during Career Path time. It's easier to be home. We put so much energy into that. We're really focused. And it's so nice being at my own desk. It's a lot easier to pull off Land Academy with an internet connection. There is that. So, but you know, it's funny, I, I'm gonna say it again on the record, is doing my land business from the road, piece of cake. That's no problem. It's the Land Academy part and the video content and all that stuff that we're doing that that makes a little bit makes it easier with a you know really good internet. So I don't wanna worry you and have you think that you can't just get in an RV and have a great land life. And you know, and I was thinking or about that. Well, hold on a moment. I must talk about this for a second, please. You're like moving me along. <laughs> I'm like, are you got somewhere to go? No. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I was thinking well, about of course this, I do, but... this morning, right? About just operating land business from the road at the volume of the deals that we do and the income that we make from the land company is so flippin' easy to do on the road. I could do it anywhere. You know, especially now where, you know, we have other people answering the phone. I'm only reviewing the deals, you know, a couple times a week. I sit down, do my deal review, and uh, and that's it. It's, it's so nice. And then my team, I say yes, no, find this out, don't like this price, whatever it is. And and then and then I go back to, you. this is like after about, I don't know, 20 to 30 minutes, right? And then I go to you and go, okay, great, let's go, uh, let's go water rafting now or let's get on our bikes now. We can do that. Yep. So I just want you to know that what's possible and you could do it too. We have people and I don't I like to brag it. like this or. Can you carry me while I grab a Kleenex? Sure. Okay. We have multiple people. Uh, reporting that they are you know in a very healthy way leaving their jobs or their spouses are leaving their jobs now more than ever for some reason and i'm not trying to sell anything here it just it's a moment of uh triumph for jill and i because you know i, I still remember the, the first time i uh, well the, the only time i left my job to do this full time and so does jill and when when people are inspired by the fact that jill and i are in some three-month rv trip yeah buying and selling land and it sparks them to uh, send out more mail and ultimately quit quit their job or or accomplish whatever it is that they're trying to accomplish by being an independent land investor mm-hmm. it's a trophy for us it's a trophy moment i agree not that it ma- we matter what matters is you but <laughs> it really is a pat on the back for us uh and it's an inspirational for us to continue to do this it's true you matter to me <laughs> you do matter in the next few minutes you I are don't. important <laughs> We'll see how it goes in the next few hours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Each week we answer uh, questions from our Land Academy Discord forum, review land acquisitions from our weekly Thursday member webinar, and take a deep dive into two land-related topics that are uh, by popular request. If you have a question and you'd like to answer, uh, like us to answer it on air or help 
you need help getting involved with our uh, community, text us at 480-530-7383. We read all of the texts we get. And uh, if we like the question, we'll answer it right live on this podcast. Yep. Now let's take a question posted by one of our members on the Land Academy Discord online community. If you want a sneak peek and you're not a member, go to landacademy.com. It's free. But first, let's listen to a Land Academy member, Lacey's recent success story. Okay. So this could either come from Discord or come from texting, by the way. So I just closed another deal. Buy for $48,000, sold for $90,000. That's why we're here. Love it. The buyer spotted the broker putting up a for sale sign in front of the property and wanted to buy it right away. There was an issue with some squatters on the property, which caused the deal to get pushed back a week. This was also my first time working with a Land Academy funder, and it was a great experience. The broker was really happy working with me, and he offered me another great deal. I'm excited to close more deals. Yay. Do you want me to read this too? Sure. Okay, so Kevin, our moderator, wrote some follow-up. He's no, like, this is not our, this is a, the question now. Oh, excuse me. I'm yeah. sorry. That okay. was just a independent, isolated celebration. Oh, sorry. okay. Now we got a real question. Is it from Kevin, our moderator? <laughs> no. Okay. It's from Kevin, our former career path attendee. Oh. Kevin, the pharmacist, I think. Okay, cool. Right, so Kevin wrote, hi, so I've got this potential deal where the owner wants to sell three parcels. However, one of them isn't connected to the others anymore and is landlocked. It's cut off by a railroad and a highway on the other side. Essentially useless property. Seller wants to get rid of all three parcels. I'm sure I'll assign a zero dollar value to the landlocked one, but I would still have to deal with possessing it. What's I love multi-APN deals True. as much as Jill does. True. What you're about to do is get a free property yep. because he, the seller knows that too. So in fact, we just re- reviewed yesterday on the Thursday call, somebody who had, I don't know, I think it was in Oklahoma, eight or nine APNs for $2,500 each. So here's what, and it's, you know, he's probably going to make a couple hundred thousand dollars in the entire deal. Here's the beauty of multi-APN deals. You're gonna deal with one seller. If they're all in in the same county, you're gonna deal with one escrow and one deed. So you're gonna buy all these properties, these APNs, in one swooping transaction, and then you're gonna take your time selling them. Very, very, very often what ends up happening is the entire cost of the deal, you recoup on the first sale. And now, so now you've got the multiple APNs that are sitting in your inventory with uh, zero costs associated with them. So it's all profit, which tells me to slam them into bucket two, because now I'm going to, instead of selling them for wholesale value, a lower, lower than retail value, I'll sell them for uh, maybe retail, maybe slightly above retail, depending on the market and the properties and all of that, because I don't care if it takes a year, I've made all my money back. As far as uh, I don't believe this, the concept of u- useless property is, no is exists. I agree with that. There's no useless property. <laughs> and I kept this in here uh, yeah. uh, for that reason. Mm-hmm. All property has some value. Mm-hmm. Um, we have many, many, many case studies, uh, both from Land Academy members and Jill and I, where we will take a, an access list property and create it. Right. Whether we do it through easements, uh, other other properties, or whatever. So we sell it to the person, the neighbor. You know, it's funny. We're like, well, wait a minute. It's not. It's not. Doesn't have 
access? It has access because there's a highway. Well, it's probably got a highway with, you know, a guardrail and that kind of a thing. Just because your property is next to a highway doesn't mean you can just carve out a driveway. <laughs> Could you imagine like the freeway going through town and there's just like one driveway? <laughs> they don't let you do that. That's the whole point here. <laughs> it's funny. So, no, I don't think it's useless at all. I think no. there's... Um, Again, we have case studies of people selling accessless property very profitably. You know, I built the comp- I built this company before Joe's involved, yeah. buying and selling land uh, in the desert without access, and knowing that and disclosing it. I would love to hear one county, if you could find one, that that would say, nope, we're not going to let you have access to your property now. That's the bottom line nowadays. You know, you may have to go to court to do it. Somebody may have to go to court to do it, not you. But it's possible to get access. They just no one's going to say nope. Get to buy a helicopter, kind of thing. So my final it's comment here happen. is, and this is a great question. My mm-hmm. final comment is always ask your seller if they have any more property they want to sell. Yeah. Joe works that into every conversation with the seller. Yeah. They received an offer for one of the properties that they have. They might have twenty properties. Mm-hmm. Maybe they want to sell it all to you if they like you. You know what's interesting is sometimes people don't even realize that the sellers don't know. Like oh. Well, I have this one too. Would you even be interested? It's like two states over yeah. and it's a lot bigger. I'd be like, yeah, what is it? <laughs> so you don't know until you ask. Jill's first topic today Jill's is called. Our first topic today. <laughs> How to adjust the purchase price with the sellers right on the phone. So here's, let me let me uh, explain the situation here. So you did everything that we told you to do. You you really did a really good job uh, trolling for an area. You have a really good price picked out. You spent your time doing the red, yellow, green test to make sure that you're picking a good area. And, and then you download the data and you scrubbed it great. And you spent your time pricing it. And the mail goes out. And then and you even tested. For a reason let me go back here too you did everything right you tested for a reason which is before you hit the final button you know that the mail goes out you're spot checking and saying all right if you know if this one came back would i buy it at that price and the answer was yes so the the seller calls you back and let's just say um i'm gonna go well there's two situations a seller calls you back you look at the property and you realize you could have either, oh shoot, this one's too high or this one's too low because you uncovered something. And you and it doesn't mean you did anything wrong at all, but there's just times that you're like, ah oh, darn, I wouldn't pay this much for this one. Because are you gonna sit and go through, you're sending out 4,000 units, let's just two, because you're doing it right there. Are you gonna sit and go through and spot check every single flipping one? Nope, and I don't want you to. But there's times, so there's times when things come back, and you're like, "Shoot, I need to adjust it down," or maybe I need to adjust it up. Things come up. So first of all, you know, when you're adding money, so this, when you're adding money, that's easy. So let me let me give you a scenario. So the call comes back, the seller says, okay, you're nuts. And you're like, yeah, I know I'm used to this. I'm ready for it. They're like, they don't like my price, but maybe there's a valid reason. They're like, no, 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 you don't understand. Here's what's going on in this area. All right, tell me more. So, and usually you're gonna find this out in the first, you know, 
uh, handful, let's just say, of calls that are coming in, when you get a lot of people that are like, you don't know what's going on, I want you to pay attention to those. And if you have Pat Live or somebody else that's answering the phone for you, but they're like, I want to sell, but not your price, I hope you're calling those back. I want you to call those back and still find out what's going on. So you're not missing it by you not capturing that first phone call. You're, if you are taking your own calls, you'll get it. Or when you're calling back, you will uncover this. So what, what will happen is they'll tell you that we just all got rezoned for fill in the blank. And now our properties are suddenly worth more money. Uh, now we're all allowed to have a horse property or agriculture or this situation. Who knows what Something it is. changed. Fill in the blank. Exactly. Or it could even be something like, do you know who just moved in down the street mm. or who is coming to our town or what's happening in our town? We are now getting a college. We are now getting something like that. You're like, okay, I need to know that. Or a freeway's coming in. Right. Or something like that. So uh, I love these situations because it's so easy to add, add money. When you, and when you know this and you find this out, you're like, oh, that's a no brainer. Let's talk about this. And then you do your due diligence, everything like you normally do. And now you're going, all right, now I'm paying, you know, instead of paying $8,000, I'm giving the guy 18 because I thought it was going to be buy for eight, sell for 30, but it's going to be buy for 18 and sell for 60, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. That's what's going on. So I love those. And that's how you adjust that situation. Those are easy. Those are fun. Everybody loves getting more money. Everybody wins. You're excited. It's great. And now, by the way, I hope what you're doing this too. You now know what's going on in that area. You have inside information. And I hope that while you're doing all this, you are like going, all right, we need to download all the data. I only did up to 10 acres. Now I need to go up to 20 acres and I need to go to 40 acres because I'm going to like kill it in this town. So that's how that goes. So what happens in the other situation? Which happens? I don't want you to, I don't want you to go, well, I, I goofed and walk away. The other situation is the call comes in, either you get it or you, or you realize, you know, um, when you're looking at the, the uh, property about to call them back, either way, you look over, you're doing due diligence. You're like, shoot, I offered eight. I really wish I offered three. How am I going to tell this guy? I only want it for three. I still want it but I only want it for three. So how do you know this, Jill? What are you talking about? Well, you offered $8,000 for all these 10 acre properties, whatever it is in this area. And you got this, you got a few that came back and they're all excited by the way, and they're ready to sell. And you're like, oh, home run. And you go, shoot, now I know why they're excited. I kind of over offered on a, on a handful of these, which could happen again. You can't, you can't know that you can't, it's not perfect. But being good on the phone, you can solve a lot of stuff and still get these deals. And yeah, it's harder. And yeah, you got to practice, but you can do it. So here's what I want you to do. The situation is, again, they, they call back $8,000. You look at it and go, shucks, it's further from the town. Um, it's a dirt road. It's not right uh, paved um power is really far away you know whatever it is there's not as much going on in this little part of the of the county or this zip code as that one but i still like the property it has all the a's except for the price right that's the last piece so you need to adjust the price so this is where i want you to call the seller back and, and you do this you're either on the phone uncovering it 
or if you're really, 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 really good and experienced and know the area right now, like the back of your hand, uh, or you're doing that after you did your due diligence. Like you, the call came in, they said, done, we're gonna sell this to you. And you go back, now you sit down and really look at it and you try and find something wrong with it and you didn't cover it, the price was wrong. So you need to go back and say, here's a deal. And here, and what I want you to do too is give them two reasons, not 30. So I'm gonna call him back and go, hi, Mr. Smith, I'm so happy to, uh, nice to talk to you again. We talked yesterday about your property. Here's a scoop. Uh, you know, and talk to him like it's your best friend. It's like your brother. That's how how I do it. Like, I, I went and looked at this a little bit further. I called the county. I checked a couple things out. I thought it had A, and I thought it was closer to B, whatever it is. And say, because of that, you know, I still really want the property. I want, you know, I still like it. I'm not killing the deal. Because right now, I'll, I'll, their first thought is, shoot, they don't even want to buy my property now. But you're doing this because you do want the property. Don't do this on everyone. Do it when you really still want the property, but it's just the price. Say, so I still like the property. I can still make it work for me. It's great advice. Mm -hmm. But make sure you want the property. Make sure first. you want the property. Don't just call everybody. Yeah. You should be saying something to yourself like, love the property not so hot on the price yeah. love the property it's got all the six a's really don't want it at thirty-three thousand at 28 or 22 or 20 or 19. Or 10. works great for me and it could be a crazy number You're, mm -hmm. i've done some crazy numbers that like shoot i really like it but the only way i can make it work is at fill in the blank you know 30 became 10 and you and that's a hard conversation but like i said so you call him up mr smith you know calmly nicely uh professionally respectfully say look this is the number that works for me i know i offered you 30 but again it doesn't have this and it's not nearby this so because of that the number that makes sense to me now is 10. if that works for you great i will open escrow immediately you will get a call from from uh, my team in the morning and we'll get this done quick kind of thing and then and let it sit for a minute. Let them think, let it marinate, let them whatever. And their responses are, are they usually gonna get two responses. Well, there's three. One is, are you flipping kidding me? Yeah. It's the same response that you would get from a, from a woman on a first approach. Yeah. Are go pound sand. Are you flipping kidding me? You want me to go to dinner with you? <laughs> Keep going. Dressed like that? <laughs> <laughs> That's number one. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the usual for me. Oh, we'll go to dating and we'll get back to this. And then the other one is, eh, maybe I see potential. <laughs> <laughs> if we get him a haircut, if we get him a haircut and maybe some new shoes, maybe we can mm -hmm. work with, I can work with this. See, she's already trying to change her man. No. That's what happens with Yeah, women. that's what happens. Yep. And I then can, number three is. I can work with this, oh, maybe. And number three is, I'm so hungry. I haven't had a date <laughs> in, in 90 days. Hell yes. I don't care what happens. I'm just going to get a free meal out of this. Look, the, you know, <laughs> all kidding aside, the seller's calling you back. Yeah. You know, so somewhere there's a seller in there. Yeah. And what's not, you know, what's what's probably incorrect is your approach, just like with women. No, so it's not your approach. It's the property. Well, no, the property I think has really the, the seller. Well, hold on a second. All I'm right. trying to make my point. Okay. The seller's a seller. For it's the circumstances in your approach that they they haven't uh, gotten their head around yet. And if it's just price, 
then that that's that can be discussed. You know? That's the whole. It'd thing. It'd be a lot easier if you would on the initial approach to a woman, she would say, "Yeah, I, I there's pop, pop, like what just Jill just said. Yeah, I'm available. That's why I'm sitting on, by myself at a bar dressed like this." But they don't say that. Or Nacella should How say something, some, some version of that. <laughs> the seller should say, "Yeah, I, I am a seller, but not at this price." Oh. And me, and some of them do. Right. So, all right, so back to the situation. For some reason, in some many, many cultures, not all of them, but many subcultures all over this country, there's a confrontation as part of the initial part contact. Right. Further east you go in this country, confrontation is, is for whatever reason, necessary. Okay. So back to the situation. You drop the bomb. There's three responses, right? One is... What? Are you kidding me? Are you nuts? I was all set on 30. I signed the thing, whatever it is. I know. I hear you. I get it. Um, I, you know, that's just the best I can do. So tell you what. So I'm going to tell you all three and what to do. So this is one. They hate it. They tell you go jump in a lake now. Then you're like, all right, well, you know what? Tell you what. Please hang on to my letter. If anything changes, I, you know, I'll still be here. Let me know. I, you know, I wish you all the best and let it go. Let it go. I mean, you're like, what? Don't I try to negotiate with them? Maybe I tried to meet them in the middle. Mm-mm. You know, you told them what you want to do. They don't like it. Let them go. Watch how many come back to you. I've yeah. had $10,000 become $1,000 mm-hmm. because I, I just couldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. And the guy finally called me back. It took him like three weeks and he said, I'll take your stupid $1,000. That's after he slept on it, called the whole family. Nobody else wanted it. And he realized that maybe I was right. And if he wanted to get rid of the property, that was just the only way to yep. do it. So that's scenario number one. Scenario number two is, um, all right. This is not what I was expecting. I know. And I and I felt bad. I need to talk to my wife and 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 I, I great, you know, sleep on it. How about I'll call you tomorrow at noon? Is that a good time for you? Yeah, that'd be great. All right, I will call you then. Okay, thank you. And do it and follow up. And there's a really high percentage of those guys after they sleep on it, talk to their wife, who's going to definitely say, get rid of the dumb thing. That's usually how that goes. Um, like get that car out of the garage. It doesn't run anyway. <laughs> Just kidding. But not, that's not us. <laughs> so anyway. Um, we have some non-running cars in the garage right now. You just don't know. Oh, great. Is one of them orange? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No, one of them's red. Oh, okay. Oh, that one. Here we go. Yeah, that's 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 a real situation for us then. This is good. So anyway, the wife, he'll call, you call him at noon and the, and the guy says, all right, what's the next step? And that's where you're like, great. Please, I'll uh, cross off that number, <laughs> write 10. Please send me that purchase agreement and I'll get escrow rolling right now, kind of thing. And then the third situation is the guy goes, I kind of thought the 30 was too high. I kind of knew this was coming. I knew it had those problems. I knew that it wasn't whatever. Like they they already, they, they were waiting for you to figure out the flaws and waiting for you to figure out that you probably offered too much kind of thing. And so right there on the phone, they're like, all right, 10's the best you can do. I can take the 10. Let's get this done. How fast Jill's, can we do Jill's it? unknowingly, now, it's, now she knows it, 
when we started out together, she was unknowingly putting deals together that were never meant to be done. Thanks. She And that when you engage, this is just a sales 101 or a Dale Carnegie 101. The more time that you engage somebody, regardless of how much they're, they think they're not a seller, mm-hmm. that's tiny little steps toward getting a deal done. And yeah. so, and that might involve dramatic confrontation in the beginning. In fact, it often does. You know, they're, they're not, people call back and there's, there's a seller in there somewhere. They might be angry, not so much at you, although they're saying they're angry at you. They're angry about the fact that eh, they're not going to be able to use that property they bought 15 years ago. Maybe. Uh, with the way that they intended. Sometimes. Or somebody passed away and they're angry about that. And they just, it's, this is in a long list of stuff. True. These are all real examples. In a long list of stuff that they have to do to settle an estate. So, and you're going to be the brunt of it for a few minutes unless you, t- you turn it around. And, you, and if you can't do that, if you're like me or not interested in doing that, find somebody like Joe. You know, that's a really good valid point before we finish this part and go on here to the next part, which is sometimes they're mad. You're right. They might be even though they're coming on the phone mad about your offer and all that. But you're right. They bought this for their retirement property and it didn't pan out. Now they can't afford to do it. They didn't get to it. They're kicking themselves Somebody for passed away. having it for 10 years and not doing mm-hmm. what they thought they were going to do. And it's it's their own it's or, their own thing. And they're didn't just taking it out on you. you. Know, the, the real issue for me would be sometimes. just this property didn't yeah. appreciate the way I thought it would. And it's sad. I feel bad for them. I've had those. Those are conversations you have all the time. Mm-hmm. I say, I get it. Hey, I have some of those. You know, I mean, not really, but. There's a lot of rural. That happens. A lot of rural land in this country. And, and people, when they're younger, based on somebody's advice, or maybe they just bought it as an investment, uh, and it just didn't appreciate the way that yeah. they thought. I've had people say, that property is worth a million dollars to me. You know, we all know it's worth. To time. them. Yeah, to them. All were, we all know it's worth ten grand, but yeah. in their head, they've been telling themselves for twenty-five years, and maybe their spouse, we're going to retire on this thing, the money, not not on the actual land. Right. This is our, you know, this is our lottery ticket. Yeah. And so when they get an offer from you, they're they're coming from a, all different types of places, and and they're they're not happy about the fact that you're about to pay them ten grand for a property that they've been saying to each other when they get uh, ready for work in the morning for 20 years mm-hmm. we're gonna retire on that property that's that's our ticket so right. yeah they're angry maybe not at you though yep let's take a look at one of our favorite land acquisitions from uh, our weekly Thursday member webinar this is a this is great I love this property Ooh. okay this where is are we a right Walnut now? distribution center in Indiana go ahead okay so we're in Putnam Putnam County, Indiana, 1.16 acres. Clearly was a house there before Walmart came in behind it. Got it. So it's active commercial. I wonder what it's zoned now. Um, it's currently residential still. Okay, got it. Accepted offer price is 12.6. Things we can sell for 50. Gosh, if that's there needs to be a gas station or a 7-Eleven or something. something on the corner as everybody's going in and out of Walmart. This isn't Walmart. This is a Walmart. This is I mean, a distribution this center. Exactly. This whole strip. I probably would just buy this. Yeah. What is it? 12.6? I'd buy it. $12,000. Oh my God. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the traffic count, yep. just the traffic count alone on both of those streets. Think about how many people work in these mm-hmm. these two places, driving by this every day. And it's an acre? Yeah. It's a I'd buy this all day. I would make sure that it's not like a super fun site and go through that regular commercial mm-hmm. stuff. But, uh, Somebody's yeah. gonna want that. There's a there's yep. a Dunkin' Donuts right now yeah, looking for that, exactly. or McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. Or like a Starbucks. 
one of those drive through what else what are those drive through coffee places that everybody loves starbucks no the one that's blue dutch brothers yeah dutch brothers <laughs> people amazing. think it's like crack cocaine there are there are it's only drive through and it's wrapped around the block three times after like after work time it's like a chick-fil-a next like, to a high school chick-fil-a <laughs> yep if you've never seen a chick-fil-a next to a high school you know the line never stops you know around 6 p.m after work i don't need anything yeah. to more yeah. stimulants you know i need to stare at a bottle of scotch <laughs> yeah if you don't know it by now jill and i own a full-blown commercial printing company called offers to owners offers the number two owners.com we just released and are now uh full-blown providing uh service for this product called concierge data we will do your entire mailer you just tell us exactly where you want to send mail and uh, fill out the form and you know actually give us a call and we'll walk you all the way through it mm -hmm. and get your mailer done for you Check us out, offers the number two owners.com. Can I just add a little note tag on that? If you don't have access to really good data, like you don't have data tree like we all do in Land Academy, this is your ticket to get it. Yeah. So if you call concierge, if you're, you're listening and you're learning and you want to do everything the way we do, if you call concierge, they will pull the data for you. You don't have to pay for that. You don't have to have a subscription. It's kind of an a la carte thing to, to try this out and get some mailers out there, see if this sings to you, and then join Land Academy. FYI. <laughs> Since this turned into a little commercial segment, if yeah. you're in another land group and you're, are, you're frustrated about, yeah, I'm doing a lot of deals, but not making enough money to quit my job, check us out. Yeah. We have uh, our consistently now, our career path program is packed. And mm -hmm. I mean it, 50 to 80% of the people are from other land programs because they did everything that they were instructed to do and they're making 50 or $80,000 a year. And, they're, and now they're ready to really level up. And they're ready to, to make this their career. And we'll help you with that. <laughs> Let's take another question posted by one of our members on the Land Academy Discord online community. Again, if you want a sneak peek, go to landacademy.com. It's free. Kathy wrote, uh, my first, I just did my first mailer with concierge data and am reviewing it now. Is it common for two thirds of your potential universe of records to disappear after scrubbing. Yes. Using DataTree, I found a grouping of zip codes with a potential size of 4,600 records. It was just rural vacant land, zero square foot living space, and then matching my lot size and acreage, everything that I picked out and the other criteria that Jack told me to do. <laughs> when it came back, I have only 1,300 records left. Is this common? Yes. Uh, to that degree, potentially no. Here's the thing about concierge data: you have complete control. You could, if you're actually, and it sounds like this person is uh, pulling records from data tree, and you're staring at the records. Please go into Chapter Four and uh, actually review who, who's in that data set. There could be all counties are different, so there could be a lot of houses in there that that our guys are pulling out. There could be um, a dramatic number of properties in your data set that are owned by the Bureau of Land Management. You know, you don't want to send a federal, you're wasting money on a stamp. So they're helping you by reducing this size. What you need to do when this happens, you want to send out a 5,000 unit mailer, it comes back at 1,300 records. What I would recommend is to go back into DataTree just like you did or instruct uh, the concierge data guys to do it to 
expand your, the zip codes that you're sending mail to, and you should do this yourself. Don't ask these guys to do it because you know where you want to send mail. They don't. And get your mailer up to f uh, four or five or 6,000 units or whatever you end up wanting to do. This is a good thing. Mm -hmm. They're saving you a ton of money. Data's cheap. You know, when you send a, a, a data to offers to, to concierge data, you haven't spent any money yet. You don't want to send out a 5,000 unit mailer where 15, you know, of the majority of the records, two thirds of the records in this case, would have been wasted money on mail. Mail's expensive, data's cheap. So this is a good thing. Mm -hmm. And now you've got 1,300 records that could potentially yield a sale and uh, an opportunity to expand into different zip codes have them do the same thing and get your mailer to the size that you want. This is a natural, normal part of doing a mailer, mm -hmm. scrubbing and making it your own. That's that's the steps toward being really successful at this. There's a lot of moving parts to a mailer and it can seem overwhelming in the beginning, but you'll get it. Mm -hmm. Today's second topic is called Deciding Who to Call Back by Joe. <laughs> it's funny. So, so the scenario is, you send out the mailer, you have 30 calls back this week, right? Um, you sit down, you're reviewing them, um, and you're picking out the ones you want, picking out the best properties. So it was either you, maybe somebody on your team or more likely somebody like Pat Live took all these inbound calls. Who do I call back? Do I, do I call them all back? So in a perfect world, I would call them all back. And, and, and I would want to call them all back. Let's just say that. I did this all wrong when I started. I know. And if, you know, you want to call them all back, even if you're saying, hey, thanks very much. I really appreciate this. But no thanks. Have a nice life. Because that's really what goes on. Sometimes these properties come in. You're like, nope. You know, like, let me give you an example. It's a cliff. I'm not seeking out cliffside property. My market is going to be a small handful of people who climb rocks, and that's not what I'm looking for. Kind do you, of thing. Do you need to own the land where you climb the rocks? I know. I don't think so. Right. We have done that and sold that because <laughs> we got them before, like on accident. It happens when you buy a, a bulk group. But anyway, another story. We should do a podcast on that, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, so you don't need to call them all back. Um, you could just kind of let that, just let it fade away. If they call you back though, you know, if they call again, then I will politely say, you know, hey, thank you. I appreciate your calling. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't get back to you. I'm actually, had, I'm uh, actually, that's not the kind of property I'm looking for. I didn't realize it was a cliff. And they're like, yeah, I get it. All right, thank you, bye that kind of a thing. So that's the that's who you want to call back, but you you don't have time. You don't have the energy. You really don't. And and if you're going to do this right, I mean your time is really valuable. So um what who are you calling back? The ones you want to buy. So the calls come in, let's just say Pat Live, there's there's a handful of people that you need to call back and talk about price adjustments like I talked about earlier. There's also a handful of people that are ready to go. So say they came in, I'm gonna start with the easy ones first. The calls came in, you looked them up, you love it. You're like, I like the price, they're ready to go. All I need is a purchase agreement, this is awesome. So that's an easy call. You're calling them up to say, hi, uh, my name is Jill, I'm the owner, I got your message. Sounds like we're on the same page here. You know that that paper I sent you, we, that, 
yep, page two, you got it, the purchase agreement. If you don't mind, just sign that. You could take a picture of it on your phone right now and send it to me. I'll open escrow today. Um, this is gonna be awesome. Hey, by the way, how are you gonna wanna get paid? You know, I do something like that and get them like all excited, like, oh, you know, or tell them how fast we can close. Hey, by the way, um, I've got the greatest agent in the planet here and we're gonna, you know, I can do this in, 12 days how's that sound yeah oh my gosh this is awesome you know that's how and then there you go next thing you know you're you're opening escrow putting those two together kind of thing and just kind of babysitting it my answer is really different well, but it's not my topic no it's not your topic <laughs> so um and then no that's it no it's not that's my it's my topic so then oh, Jill, um, you're cracked yeah. up today well seriously <laughs> then i'll let you have your moment let me finish mine so um then the other ones who to call i mean basically you're calling back the ones you love the ones you want to buy that's the whole goal here so that i covered the you know the no thank you people the people you don't want you don't have to call them back it's okay i'm giving you permission number two the ones that are ready to go, you're ready to go, oh, hop on those. And then the number three group is, uh, I don't know. I gotta talk to them about it a little bit. Maybe there's something there. You know, I need to adjust the price that we talked about in the beginning. That's the reason there's, or I need to do, I'm, I'm needing to uncover a little more information about the property. You know, those are the ones you call back. You you are dying to go. No, no. Oh, is that are you through your list? That's pretty. That's it. But we're gonna we're gonna talk more about it. So I'll come up with some more things. When you're new, call everybody back, and that's it. Oh. It's all percentages. This whole game is all it's money ball. It's all percentages. The more people you talk to, the more deals you're gonna do, and the more experiences that you're gonna get. If you are interested in fast tracking your career and accumulating a lot of money the two things that you can do and they're they're sometimes the most difficult they are they're the two most difficult things to do in this entire career is number one send a ton of mail out recklessly send out mail make sure it's priced right if you need somebody to look at your mailer or check it out find some of your peers in land academy that's number one recklessly send out mail you will be incredibly successful Number two, talk to everybody. I don't care how livid they are. I don't care what names they call you. Talk to them, embrace them, and flip them. Flip them to get them to do what you want them to do. Uh, I don't, this, this notion of, so there, there's two things that are very natural to brand new people that, to do, and I understand them. It's an innate human thing to wanna be uh, more efficient, spend less money on mail, uh, have a, I would, you know, in a perfect world, I would sp send out 300 mailers and do five deals. And I would spend $150 on mail or whatever the, uh, the dollars end up being on that. And that's it. That's just not how this works. How it works is exactly how I do it in chapters three and chapters four of Land Academy 3.0. And that's just the truth of it. It's not what everybody wants to hear. The second and, and thing you can do is talk to everybody and be the most amazing personality that you can possibly be on the phone, regardless of where they're, how, how they're meeting you. Half of them are gonna be angry, especially early when the mailer hits. Uh, some are gonna say, yeah, I do wanna do the deal at not this price. And then at the end, you're gonna get some signed purchase agreements. If, and if you do this consistently and get used to it, again, no, nobody wants to get yelled at, no one. But this is part of it. Call them all back, send a huge amount of mail out and call them all back and, and just embrace it. So you would sit down. I did. And call people and say, hi, I just want to tell you, I don't want to buy your property. That's 
because I've had this, that's accidentally LA County and it's the canal. If you're new, I want you to call everybody back. I don't. I want you to call I don't. the people who, who hung up the caller ID. Oh, I do want you to call those back. Hold so on a moment. Is this the, wait, 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 so I want to be real here. You're not really, we're not going to call back the ones that we know we don't want, that they're, that they're. You mean the actual dirt? Yes. Okay. Well. You looked it up, Stephen, and it really is a canal. I seriously have had that. I'm like, how did this poor person get maybe stuck not, with this? Okay. Maybe not that, but I'm just oh, saying. Like undivided I, interest. I'm not going to call and say you only own half the property. I just want to let you know that. I'm well, not going to call them. I stand corrected by Thank my you. female life partner. Thank you. <laughs> Does that make you feel better? Yes. I don't want you to hear call everyone back because then you're really going to get discouraged and it's a waste of time. So but The property I want, sucks. Look, I, I get it. Yeah, it, yeah. Thank you. But the point is, here's the point. And here's the beautiful thing about when to call, you know, deciding who to call back. What's nice is this is a situation where Pat Live or somebody else took the calls. Maybe you even took the initial calls, mm -hmm. right? You got all the information and now you need to sit down and you do your due diligence. So you have done your due diligence and now you're ready to go. This is so great. These are fun phone calls. You already know it. You've looked at it. You felt it. You're excited about it. You see the river. You see the whatever it is. You're like, I'm, I want to get these deals now. So you're calling these back. And I want you, how do you decide you want to call back? You're calling back the people that you want the property. And you're calling them back because you're either A, ready to go, or there's one or two things you got to uncover or get on the same page about. And that's it. And those are fun calls. And they love hearing you. They love knowing that I'm the owner. You're talking to me. And I'm not an agent. There's no broker. You know, you and I are making the deal. Whatever you and I agree on, that's the price that you're going to get paid. And they're like, let's talk. Let's go. You know, this whole, this whole episode is the real gritty, honest business that goes on mm -hmm. when you're talking to sellers, mm -hmm. you know. I did my job, so Jill's got a bunch of opportunity to close deals. Yep. I did my mail job. Yep. And she's really getting into you, and I really appreciate it. The re reality of what goes on mm -hmm. and what you can expect. Thank you. Let's take a look <laughs> at another one of our favorite land acquisitions from our weekly Thursday member webinar. Thank you. Would you do this deal? All right. Uh, where are we? Killing? Um, oh, my gosh. Is it? Kittyus, Kittyus, Washington, I can't tell. Um, purchase price $42,580. Thinks we can sell it for $250. Look at these numbers we're throwing around here. I love it. 20 acres uh, along the Yakima River, close to Something Ridge State Forest, Ellensburg, Washington, and Interstate 90. Forty-two thousand. Is this the right property? With the cabin? Yeah, that's what that's Yeah. So look at it, Jason. There's another property next to it. Let's see if it has a dress. It, it does. Let's let's take the value of that. Whatever Google says. Step one. It's already not passing my adjacent test. I'll tell you that. Mm -hmm. There's too much dirt. So you don't like it because of that? So far, but you know. Let's just okay. spend a few minutes here. Secret Canyon Road is an appropriate name. And so the three bedroom, three bath, almost 1800 foot uh, structure on a bunch of acres, similar acreage, this estimate scattered at 650. That's extremely promising. This is a tough one. Mm -hmm. 
And that's dark there. Look at that. That's their primary residence. I don't know if we're getting a, a good picture of, of uh, I wish we had, you know, Google Earth. I know. Of how cool this is here. If I'm, I imagine it's, is it like going, maybe yeah, sloping probably. up the, we'll have to, we'll have to figure out it. You could take I'll, my other monitor next week and then we could probably yeah, make that work. I just can't figure it out on the fly here. Okay. That's what we'll do. So you're saying this is classic Eastern Washington, you know, and there's been done, Andrew Goring's done a million deals here. So what do you think about this? I would love to, to hear your, uh, your take. See if Dan's on this call too. It's not. Could be worth so, a lot said he i'm paraphrasing he said it could be worth some dough yeah so that's good enough for me to go on to phase two get somebody out there get some drone shots figure out what's going on for sure with the structure if the county knows about it i can tell you the assessor at the time of this feed doesn't have even have a situs address for it mm -hmm. so there's some stuff that doesn't add up and then we have a seven hundred thousand dollar comp next door so buying for 40 and selling for three or 400,000 is that's the business we're in. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's leaning toward with oh, the data okay. that we have right here. Exactly. It's good. Keep going. Yep. Julie, you have something inspirational to share finally. I do. Um, I have, I'm having a little brain fade. Jill's, uh, Jill's inspiration that she asked me to script is called this and it's in quotes. Yes, this deal is profitable. But do I really want to do it? Oh, now I remember. Okay, here's the here's the here's the point to this inspirational thought. There's going to be a time in your career when you are moving on to bigger and better deals, right? And doing numbers, and you're getting real comfortable about it. And there's going to be deals that come up that you sent out maybe 30 days ago, or maybe three months ago, or maybe three years ago. <laughs> that people call and go, hi, I've had your letter on my fridge for a year now and I'm ready to go. And it's like, buy. you were back then, you were buying for 3,000 and selling for 10,000 and you would have jumped up and down for this deal. But, and it's, so it's profitable. I just got one of and those you do. today. Yeah, today and you, so, I got one. So you, you still, you know, there's value there, but you know what? You've moved on. So this is a, this is a fun, awesome conversation to have with yourself because you are telling yourself do i even really want to spend the time on this to make seven grand because i now know i could spend the same amount of time and make 70 grand yep why would i do this so and i and it's it's tough it's kind of a tough conversation because it's hard to turn it away you kind of go why would i not do it but then you go shoot but it's pulling me away from another deal that i could be doing where I make 70 grand. So my inspirational thought is just be ready for this. Um, you you will come to this point where you're gonna start, you're gonna find yourself turning down deals that you would have jumped up and down before because even though they're profitable, they're not as profitable as what you're doing today. You like that? Jack, do you have something that you want to share? Can maybe manplan.com-ish that you're going to share with us? Yeah, here's my advice after 35 years of buying and selling real estate. Okay. You're going to put yourself at a massive advantage, massive advantage, if you learn 
if you first unlearn what you think about real estate and relearn it from people like uh, Jill and I and people like other more senior members in Land Academy, specifically on Discord. Number one, so you don't know what you think you know. Number two, it's going to take you, depending on your experience, between a year and two years for this to really, really kick in. If I sat here and said, the, the, the internet is packed full of get rich quick real estate, you know, I can, there's five or five or six phrases everybody uses. I catch our marketing people sometimes asking us to do these phrases because it's this endless, endless loop of these are the things that people click on. Uh, and so we should be doing it so we get more clicks. And uh, you know what, Jill and I have uh, years of doing this Land Academy thing now, and we reject all of that. So don't listen to all the noise. You're not gonna get rich quick doing this. You're gonna get incredibly wealthy from a stabilized standpoint after about 18 to 24 months of doing this. If you go through Discord, and even if you're not a member, you're welcome to do this, and I encourage you to do this. There are many, many comments, specifically in a success story, where they say, People say, last year was my first year of buying and selling land. I did four deals <clears throat> and I made $38,000. This year, and it's only the first quarter or it's May, I made 138 or 338 uh, because I literally learned how to do this. And so you have to go through the pain of dealing every step of the way. And many, many, many people, there's a learning curve here, don't make it past that first mailer. And so if you, here's my advice. If you really are serious about this and you want to be wealthy, be patient, take it step by step. And I know this stuff this is not you want to hear. Everybody wants to, you know, I did a piece back way back in the day called 24 month millionaire. Everybody wants to hear about that. Nobody wants to hear what I'm saying right now. But unfortunately, this is the truth. <laughs> this is man plan stuff. Yeah. Go to manplan.com if you're interested in uh, listening to an old man and a bunch of other people talk about how to get really wealthy slowly. <laughs> Thank you. Slowly. Find somebody like Jill too to work with because, uh, or if you're Jill, find somebody like me to work with. It just yeah. takes half the load off. Yeah. And, and then you can really focus on what you're good at, which whether it's being a salesperson or being a data person. Exactly. Hey, by the way, don't forget, if you have a question you want us to answer or you need any help getting involved in Land Academy, all you gotta do is text us. 480-530-7383, read them all and we appreciate you. Join us next Wednesday for another interesting episode. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. We, we are Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.